Hello, FCBC Walnut family and friends. Well, during our Wednesday night devotionals, we are continuing our series entitled More Than Sunday. And once again, More Than Sunday conveys that being the church is so much more than merely attending a Sunday service for one or two hours on a Sunday morning. And today I've entitled our devotional More Than Sunday Worship Experience. More Than Sunday Worship Experience. And so I want you to think of the entire worship service. Everything that happens in a Sunday morning service, everything from the prayer, the praise music and the praise songs, the preaching, the response through offering, everything in the Sunday service is meant to do three things. It is designed to inform you, to inspire you, and to invoke a response out of you. So when you consider the music, the lyrics are meant to both inform you, inspire you to sing, and to invoke a response of praise out of you. The sermon is designed to inform you, to hopefully, God willing, inspire you to live for God with uh, in obedience to God's word, and then to invoke a response of application from you. Even the, the giving of financial offering is invoking a response of praise and worship because of who you are in Christ. Now, what I want to do is to talk about that emotional experience a little bit. We, we refer to this uh, worship experience as an emotional experience because we understand that the emotions are not just what you feel. The emotions include what you think and how that connects with what you feel. And it invokes a response, whether that response be praise and worship, discouragement, anger, all of that is part of your emotions. And that's why when you consider uh, the mental health field, when something's going wrong with your emotions, they call it mental illness because the head and heart cannot be separated. The head and heart are connected as one, and that ultimately impacts your physical body. But that is the worship experience. It is an entire healthy emotional experience. It ought to be. Now, I present to you today, and I want to make a sharp turn towards application before we get into one passage of scripture, is that the worship experience is exactly what you are engaging with each and every day when you consume media and social media. When you watch a video like this one, when you listen to a podcast or when you listen to something or when you read an article or a blog post or a news article, you that's what's happening. Think about the content creators, especially political news. Consider your news feeds and the people creating that content. What's happening to you? You might not realize it, but it is indeed a worship experience. The creators of content are trying to, just like what I'm trying to do right now, trying to inform you. They're trying to inform your mind. Some posts are trying to inspire you to feel a certain way, inspire you to follow a mission, a cause, or an ideology, and then they want to invoke a response out of you. Positively, stuff that you consume on media can uplift you. It can encourage you. And if it's good Christian content, it can lead you to live for Christ. It can lead you to, to do things missionally for the kingdom of God. But negatively, you see the responses that are, are invoked when you have misinformation and when you're inspired by the falsehood, I would say, right? Not even truths. They're claiming certain things to be true. And it, it invokes a response. What type of response? Well, when you consider all the bad news that you consume, depression, discouragement, anger, anxiety, stress, 
or maybe apathy, maybe cynicism. So you see, that is exactly what is happening each and every day. I want you to see what Jesus has to say about worship and the heart and the mind. In John chapter 4, verse 23, Jesus says this, and this is a familiar passage for some of you. John chapter 4, verse 23, it says, But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. But the Father is seeking such people to worship Him. Now, let me give you a little bit of context. This passage takes place in a context where Jesus encounters a Samaritan woman as she alludes to Jerusalem as the place where the Jews go to worship. Now, there's a backstory to this, but I'm not going to get into that because that would take too long. But just for the purpose of, of some expository devotional thought, right? What's happening is that she's a Samaritan and she's saying, you know, our, our fathers worshiped on this mountain, but you and your people, the, the Jews, the pure Jews, you guys say that the place to worship is Jerusalem in the temple. And what happened in the temple? There were ceremonial practices. There were sacrificial practices in terms of sacrificial offerings. And Jesus is saying, look, the hour is coming and is now here where you do not go to a certain altar on a certain mountain to worship God. In fact, it's more than Sunday. So when you take this in the practical application, it's more than going to one building. It's more than going to one place for a couple hours. But instead of going to an altar, she's thinking Old Testament that you worship by going to an altar. But we know that Jesus is pointing towards himself. Jesus fulfilled that sacrificial altar. He is the perfect sacrifice. And so rather than going to a certain altar, you go to Jesus. And when you encounter Jesus, he alters you. Let me say that again. Rather than going to a specific altar, you go to Christ and he alters your heart and your mind. And that's what Jesus is saying. Now, a little bit of explanation. What does he mean by spirit and truth? When he says spirit, most of your Bibles, it ought to translate spirit with a lowercase s spirit, not a capital S spirit. So this is not talking about the Holy Spirit. This is talking about the seat of your emotions, the, your inner being, the, the control seat of your heart that, that connects your mind and your, and your, and your feelings and your thoughts. And we, we, we might refer to this as our soul, right? Your inner being. Now we know that when you consider all of scripture and when you consider systematic theology, that yes, the Holy Spirit, when he indwells a believer, controls that inner spirit. But, but in this context, Jesus is talking about your heart that he wants people to worship him wholeheartedly. And that happens when you encounter Jesus and he begins to change your heart, right? The true worshipers will worship in spirit. And the point I want to make is that emotional feeling, that true desire is connected to the mind as well. Because when he says truth, what, what does truth mean? Well, we know that when John was written and when John was di dispersed, uh, the Gospel of John, that the entire New Testament was not completed yet. So yes, for us, truth is the Scriptures. Truth is Jesus as taught and revealed in the Scripture. But at this point, Jesus, in the same book, in John 14, 6, the famous saying, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And that makes sense when you consider the Old Testament idea of worship. They wanted to go to the Father. Right? They wanted to worship God. They would go to the temple, have their sacrifices made in order to go to God. And Jesus once again is saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father 
but through him. He is the truth. So when you consider what's happening here is that the true worshipers are going to worship when their hearts are rightly renewed and when they're worshiping through the person and work of Christ, the truth. And for you and me, yes, we have the scriptures that, that help us understand Christ. So we must see everything through the lens of Christ and scripture. Now, my point being, going back to application, is that worship is a battle of the head. Worship is a battle of the heart. And it leads to actions, volition. And once again, we experience worship every single day. And when we experience that worship, we're not always worshiping Christ. We're allowing our hearts to go through the motion, the motion of emotional worship. But sometimes we get discouraged, angry, or anxious, or whatever, emotional. We have this negative emotional response because we are not seeing things as we would on a Sunday morning when people are guiding us. So that's my encouragement to you that the, the, the more than Sunday experience of worship must be applied Monday through Saturday when you and I are consuming the news media, social media, or anything that you consume. And so continue to stay grounded, continue to stay sober, continue to stand firm on the gospel and Christ and scripture.